You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Welcome to MLB.com Extras, the Colorado Rockies. I am Allison Twitter, and I am here to talk to Thomas Harding, who is always a delight to talk to, no matter how his Rockies are doing, which is a good thing because the Rockies aren't doing so well. Some of you have not been paying attention to the Colorado Rockies this season. So they are beyond mathematically eliminated. Um, and Thomas, that goes without saying. So let's get into this. As I am doing my weekly research on your team, um, I saw an article recently that Jeff Breidich was, uh, I think this is a radio interview, which is always where some of the good stuff comes out, and he didn't give a ringing endorsement to Walt Weiss. Um, and this isn't really something that we've talked about yet, uh, because we weren't really sure, you know, what anybody was doing or thinking, but he gave the old non-answer um, on Weiss's job security. This isn't the time or place to say 100% yes or no. So, um, what <laughs> what uh, what still needs to be gleaned from this team this season that that he doesn't already know, and do you see that as like kind of a bad sign for Mr. Weiss? Yeah, that is that is very difficult to tell, and. Frankly, with Jeff Breidich, who doesn't give up much at all, um, I don't even know what to read into that. Do you read into it that he's evaluating them? Do you read into it that that he hasn't th- that he hasn't gotten there yet, and he's just telling everybody, "I'm not going to tell you about it." Uh, that that's where it stands, as far as I'm concerned, with him. Um, in most normal situations, you're thinking, uh, you know, it's it's fifty fifty or less that the manager will be back, but. Um, in this particular case, because he is the new general manager and he's one of the guys who does not like anything at all playing out in the media, um, I'm not really sure what to make of that. You look at uh, you, you look at this team, and it's not exactly like Walt Weiss could have managed them out of this situation. So the question is, do they think that Walt Weiss is the leadership that they need? I mean, uh, they instead of bringing in a new general manager, they stayed from within. Is there any thought that they're going to uh, kind of clean house and go from the outside? That I'm not sure, but um, it's, it's certainly something that bears watching in the coming weeks. I just don't know to make a long story short here. Yeah, I, it's it's always like that that conundrum where you just don't really know. Um, I, I don't know. When I look at you know somebody like Walt Weiss, they've liked him. Um, when you put a bad team on the field, when you have a bad team, you have players that are not of the caliber to be able to win in their division or win at this level. Um, it's not so much you can't pin this on the manager. You can pin on the manager like if a team is like you know a, a supposed to be really good and is underachieving horribly, uh, kind of like the Washington situation with Matt Williams. The guys seem to be you know tense or you know they can set a tone for that. But I mean, really, like how do you evaluate? You know, not just with Weiss, but how would how could you possibly evaluate a manager who has an awful team? Well, I think uh, when when I watch this team, and especially on the last road trip when they went five and five, keep in mind for a road, for a road trip of ten games or more, it was the first time since 2009 that they had finished 500 on that road trip. I saw a team that was still out there playing. I, I see a team with pretty good offensive players, and from just walking around and talking to the players, they feel like they are the right guys, but almost a man in various ways, and this is something I'll be writing about as the season ends and into the offseason, they're saying, please give us a frontline pitcher. Uh, that's, that's what they need more than anything. And I'll tell you what illustrated it for me. And this had nothing to do with the manager, Walt Weiss. Uh, the, uh, a few nights ago, John Gray goes out, gives up nine hits and five runs and four and two-thirds innings. In his post-game interview, 
He mentions Coors Field that he hasn't figured out how to pitch here. Now, that's probably true, but that's a huge red flag for the fans who are thinking, oh, no, another pitcher who's going to drop subtle hints that he doesn't want to be here. More people I talk to say, no, that's not John Gray. It's just that he hasn't been around very long and he doesn't understand how that stuff plays in public. What could help that? If you brought in, say, I'm just going to throw out a name here because I doubt they'd ever sign him, but David Price. Say you had David Price, who's been to the playoffs and been deep, you know, been deep in, in, in the very successful seasons. He's the type of guy that could pull a John Gray aside and say, listen, um, it's more than just pitching. It's how you carry yourself, not just on the field, but off the field. And there are certain things that you may not know, but this doesn't play out well. They lack that. Um, Jorge De La Rosa is a, is a good pitcher. He's succeeded better than anyone else here, but he's not that forceful type personality. He's not, he's not the guy that um, maybe can affect a whole, lot of other, a whole lot of other pitchers. He's left-handed and other guys are right-handed. I think that you need that veteran pitcher to come in and, 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 just, and just make a difference to the young guys. Um, maybe they can help them with stuff that happens during the game. I'm sure Mark Burley helped a lot in Toronto. Um, that's the type of guy that the Rockies need, and a lot of the position players know that. They know that they can't turn this around by themselves. So who, whoever the manager is or whatever they do with the coaching staff, they've got to upgrade that pitching, and it's not just the kids that are coming up because the kids that are coming up, they're all in the John Gray boat. They don't know everything. Uh, they may not have the savvy to pitch through a game at Coors Field, or they may not have the savvy not to look like they're defeated by the ball. Yeah, I mean, once you think that, like, with everything that you just described, like, trying to, like, during a time that they hope is, like, a transitional period, wouldn't it, isn't there a benefit to having some kind of continuity? Isn't there a benefit to guys that come into spring training who are, you know, not going to make the opening day roster necessarily, but who are on the 40-man or non-roster invites that will spend a season in the minor leagues to have, to be around Walt White, to be around the coaching staff? And, and I mean, there's got to be something to that instead of just cleaning out and starting over with somebody new who may or may not have a different effect. Well, I'll tell you, yes, to your question, on the face of the question, yes. Here's the issue that they're running into in Denver, is that um, they changed general managers, but they promoted the farm director. Um, they haven't gotten the pitching that they needed, so it's the same old, same old. Um, as, as much as you want to say this team has changed, the fact of the matter is, they traded Troy Tulowitzki, but it's essentially the same ball club, a pretty good offense with not very good pitching. So there could be, and I'm not in their meetings. I'm, I don't own the club. I mean, I'd love to, but I don't own the club. Um, there, there could be a discussion of maybe we need to show something different. Maybe we need to show the fans something different, or even maybe we need to show our players something different. So there is that argument, but I can't sit here and pin the losing on Walt Weiss. Right here. I mean, especially when I watch the way that this team, um, the position players have continued to play under very trying circumstances. It's hard when your pitchers are giving up runs left and right to, to, to look like you're competing out there, but they do find ways to compete. Um, so I can't pin this on Walt Weiss, so that's why, that's why I stand on this. But if they do make a change, then that would be the reason. However, they still need to fix the pitching. Yeah, and so let's uh, let's talk about. I, I want to end this on a positive note. I don't want to just you know be all blah 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 on the team. So let's talk about Chad Bettis, who had a good start recently um, against the Padres. So you know, kind of uh, 
what is he like three and one with a 329 ERA and five starts since returning from the DL. So that's got to be encouraging for a lot of these people that are observing this team every day. Yes, uh, Chad, Chad Bettis is is a very encouraging development. He was a guy that uh, he came up pretty quickly. He actually missed the year because of a shoulder issue. Um, second round pick out of Texas Tech. Then when they brought him up, they brought him up as a starter, but very quickly moved him to the bullpen where he was struggling badly last year. And when Walt Weiss was sending him down, um, he called him in and had a heart-to-heart talk with him. And Weiss was the one who realized this guy is a starter. So he called everybody and said, listen, have this guy start for the rest of the year in AAA. They started him off slowly this year. Not only has he pitched well throwing a fastball and and a very good curveball that works at altitude, but he's developed this slurve, this cutter, slider-type pitch, just depending on how he releases it, that could really be the difference between um, being a pretty good pitcher and being a guy who could really make a difference on a playoff team. Listen, there is young pitching all over the place. The issue that I have with the pitching is that you've got to have somebody to come in, maybe a little bit ahead of Jorge De La Rosa, who's still a solid pitcher, and jumpstart those younger guys, give them a little bit more. So a guy like Chad Bettis um, is one of the guys that you're building the future around. I, I believe that John Gray is another one. All right, Thomas, we are almost at the finish line. So next week we will wrap everything up, uh, I guess, for the, for the offseason, or, or for the season, heading into the offseason. So thank you so much as always, and we will talk to you soon. Yeah, thanks a lot. Hey, baseball season should last forever, but I guess even when you have a season like this, you need a little break, huh? MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.